This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The lights are out. Curry gets it, the lights go out. The game is over, and we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Jeff Green to throw it in, front court left. So Michael Malone designs something here. Jokic screens, then pops out to the wing and gets the ball. Guarded by Draymond. Jokic dribbles middle. Knocked away, stolen by Draymond. He picked his pocket on the break over to Poole. Poole gets fouled wow. with 31.8 to go. Draymond Green. What an incredible defensive play. He just stole it from the MVP with a game on the line. Wow. Incredible play for Draymond Green as the Warriors won all of the big moments, at least most of them, down the stretch. Uh, and they go on to win this game tonight, outscoring the Nuggets 31-24, an 11-2 run to finish it. And 118-113 uh, to is the final. John Dickinson with you here on 95.7. The game live from Ball Arena in Denver and emptied out ball arena in Denver because the Warriors chased the Nuggets and their fans right out of here uh, with the closing run there to end this one and now take a 3-0 series lead, a commanding 3-0 series lead with game four to be played right back in this building at Ball Arena on Sunday afternoon. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to participate in the program. You can give me a call. You can shoot me a text. We'll be with you here for the next hour or so. We're going to hear from uh, all uh, of the major players in this one downstairs uh, in the press conference room here in Denver, including the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr. Uh, but as you look at this series uh, and, and this ball game tonight, I, I think the best way to sum it up just right off the top is, is the Warriors The Warriors took Denver's best shot. And, and you knew any team that was going to be down 0-2 at home uh, with uh, you know, up against it and, and just looking for a win, looking for some semblance of, of hope and or survival, uh, you knew you were going to get the best effort of the series to this point from the Nuggets, and that wound up being exactly what happened in this one. Uh, but the Warriors were up to the task, and, and they were up to the task early in this one. In the first half, first quarter, Warriors come out hot uh, in this game, and they're, they're shooting the basketball well from three on a night that they wind up making 18 for 40 from three-point range. They were 5 of 12 in the first quarter from three-point range. They, they would make 7 of 9 from three-point range in the second quarter, 12 three-pointers made in the first half of this one, and that was really helping to offset some more forceful effort from the Nuggets, as you would expect, with their season essentially on the line in this one. Uh, but the Warriors were up to the task early. The ball was moving. Uh, it, it was another game where it was apparent 
Yes, the Nuggets were playing more forcefully against the Warriors tonight, but the Warriors, if they were patient, as has been the case as, as this series unfolded in the first two games in San Francisco, the Warriors could get whatever they want offensively if they just keep the ball moving. More athleticism, uh, just more dynamic, and and the Nuggets being you know so woefully shorthanded with their second and third best players out, that they just don't have the athletes, the bodies, to, to really keep up with the Warriors once they set out to play that faster style and shooting and ball movement and skill. Nikola Jokic may be one of the most skilled players in the NBA. He, he probably is the most skilled big man in the NBA, without a doubt. But the rest of the Nuggets roster, uh, among the players that are available right now, just they, they lack the skill, they lack the IQ, they lack uh, the uh, intelligence, frankly, uh, athleticism to, to stay with this Warriors team on a, on a consistent basis. So uh, Warriors, great first half as far as that went. And then you knew, uh, even though a couple of turnovers late in the second uh, allowed the Nuggets to be right there as they had pulled it within four, the Warriors wound up closing the quarter by scoring the final six of, of the period. And it really felt like an opportunity missed or an opportunity snuffed out by the Warriors at that point. Then you get into the third quarter and you're thinking, man, that was a gut punch that the Warriors delivered. So gut punch number one, you look at the way they start the game and, and shooting so effectively. Gut punch number two, the fact that the Nuggets, when they had cut it to four, really you know, didn't, they kind of wasted it. And the Warriors made them waste it with that little run before the half. And you're thinking, there's probably one more push in the Nuggets, and that push came in the third quarter. They outscored the Warriors 30-18 to in the third quarter, and the Warriors looked a little tired. They were turning the ball over somewhat carelessly, and Jordan Poole was hitting the deck seemingly every other play. It got his left wrist wrapped, and you're thinking, what's going on there? Could this series maybe for the first time take its pound of flesh from the Warriors uh, with the Nuggets maybe eking one out and forcing this thing to at least a fifth game. But the Warriors were, were up to the task many times in, in the fourth quarter, including the beginning, a 10-4 start with Curry on the bench to begin the fourth quarter. Middle of the frame, it looked as if Steve Kerr was going to finish with a different lineup. Uh, Iguodala was in uh, for, for Jordan Poole. It was Curry Thompson, Iguodala, Wiggins, and Draymond mid-fourth. And... Iguodala, a couple big rebounds. Poole came back for Wiggins, and so it looked like maybe Iguodala was going to finish over Wiggins, but then Wiggins wound up coming back and what had been a rough night for him. Uh, Wiggins, the huge three with the Warriors down two to put them up one, wide open in the corner. Next possession, he gets an offensive rebound, just a hustling offensive rebound that leads to a Jordan Poole layup. Uh, Warriors get another stop. Curry hits a layup, and all of a sudden they're up five. And then we, uh, the highlight we played to open the show, Draymond with the steal on Jokic, and that's it. You got Curry essentially telling the Warrior fans night-night uh, at that point in what was the image uh, of the night. 888-957-9570, Let me know how you're feeling about this one. Uh, always can get your game balls and your takes on this thing. Uh, ben in Newark is up first here tonight on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, Ben? Hey, it's a first-time caller. Um, hey, I just wanted to mention tonight that I know there was talk about what do we call this Warrior lineup, right? And I was thinking of Star Wars, you know, maybe calling them the uh, the Jedi Five or the Jedi Masters or something to give them some sort of uh, acclamation to their, you know, their their ball skills and all the things that they do. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on what we would call this uh, five man team? Yeah, we took some calls on it last Saturday. I, I think it's one of those deals that it's it's going to shake itself out. And, and I know you're not going to want to miss what Steve Kerr had to say post game because he was he was pumping the brakes. I think a little bit on just how often that that lineup had played together and even played together in this series as as dominant as they had been. Took their lumps in, in different points tonight uh, in the game. Uh, you know, it wasn't going to be roses all the time. Uh, but I think that's one of those things that that has to to shake out uh, as time goes on and we'll really see uh, what happens as, as far as you know how far that lineup's able to to take the Warriors but you, you look at 
just end of the night tonight and the three-guard aspect of it, uh, and then we'll talk about Wiggins and we'll talk about Draymond Green, but the three-guard component, Steph uh, reaches that 30-minute plateau for the first time in his return. Uh, he goes for 27. Jordan Poole goes for 27. Uh, both dynamic and efficient, and then you got Clay Thompson going for 26. So you go 27, 27, 26, just like that, 80 points of your 118 from from your your big three guards. And then you've got Draymond who makes a huge play down the stretch against Jokic defending him, and you got Wiggins who maybe made the biggest shot of the night on a night where it wasn't playing well, uh, where he wasn't playing as well uh, as he has been of late. That corner three to give the Warriors the lead, uh, of course, that left corner where he loves to to knock it down and shoot such a high clip, and then he gets maybe the hustle play of the night goes to Andrew Wiggins for getting the offensive rebound on the next possession. So the three guards carrying it as far as offense. The Warriors shoot the three ball well overall, and, and then you've got Wiggins and Draymond making some key plays. Uh, down the stretch, and the Warriors wind up with the win. 888-957-9570. Adam in San Francisco's up next here on 95.7 The Game. Adam, appreciate you joining me. Uh, how are you doing this evening? I'm great. I mean, what a game that was, huh? Terrific game. Terrific game. It was game. wild. Hi- yeah. Highly entertaining game. The crowd was into it. I know there was uh, some indications that there would be a ton of Warriors fans here. There weren't quite as many uh, as as it was indicated earlier in the day. It was probably more like about 20% uh, as opposed to a third. I know people on the Nugget side were kind of fearful of that. But, no, it was a good crowd. Uh, the Nuggets showed out yeah. a, a little bit. and uh, But the Warriors got the win. What uh, what did you like about tonight, Adam? Well, you, hearing your take, and, yeah, I – and. That that sequence of I got I mean I got I'm sure a lot of the fans but I got real angry when Wiggins missed that first three that <laughs> he flanked but however he made up for it made the next one and then that hustle rebound was incredible but I, what and maybe I missed it earlier in your in your uh, uh, the podcast whatever tonight um, it was a three guard lineup thing tonight all the guards you know Pool Clay Curry all 27 plus and Clay with 26. How about GP2 off the bench with the 11 points, three for three from three? Like that, I think, when you a five-point win, you don't get an auto porter, you know, had a couple of buckets late in the game, but he was missing early. Like, you don't have Gary Payton. We don't win that game. Uh, he, I think, is my, personally my player of the night because without his 11, his defense, his little spark that he always provides, Warriors don't win that game. That's a great call, and I appreciate it, Adam. Uh, 888-957-9570. I hadn't said it yet. It was on my list, but I'm glad you got the opportunity to say it uh, because, yeah, the three threes all in the first half, massive. And, look, teams are going to give him open three-pointers. Gary Payton, we know about his defensive prowess. Uh, we know, you know at times there were two guards plus him out there on the floor if, if – uh, Poole or, or Steph or Clay were not out there, and, and he is going to be somebody that gets left open. But you knew he was going to be in the playoff rotation. We know what he brings in terms of intangibles and defense and hustle and physicality and all of those things. But if he's going to make even a couple of threes, that can be the difference between winning and losing a game. And, yeah, you look at a game that the Warriors win by five, and he winds up making you know nine points worth of threes if he misses even a couple of those maybe we're having a, a different conversation right now with this series uh, not at 3-0 in in the Warriors favor so definitely a game ball uh, for Gary Payton the second 888-957-9570 we'll keep it moving on the phone lines uh, let's get uh, Andrea our sports astrologist how are you tonight in Berkeley I'm great how are you doing I'm doing well. Help me out. Is it is it Andrea or Andrea? Which do you prefer? I know we've, we've talked a few times over the years, but I want to make sure I get that right. Oh, thank you. As a Virgo, I appreciate you double-checking. Uh, it's Andrea, please. Oh, okay, Andrea. Andrea it is. I will not forget. I, I, I Capricorns oh. don't forget, <laughs> Andrea. Yeah, what's that old-fashioned saying? Call me anything but late for dinner, so it's all good. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you no, got this tonight? Was awesome. I was looking at Steph Curry's sports astrology. Uh, he's a Pisces, born March 14, 1988, 1:51 1 p.m. Akron, Ohio, and he's a Pisces. And Jupiter, the planet of expansion, abundance, success, and opportunity, is in Pisces. So Jupiter connecting to his son in Pisces brought the opportunity, you know, got him off the bench. Uh, Pisces, curiously enough, John, rules the feet. So that's always an area of sensitivity. But this Jupiter transit, check it out, it's once every 12 years. So talk about striking while the iron is hot. I, I'm really glad that it, uh, you know, gave him some good momentum, and he did really well. And, uh, you know, Jupiter, it's like the Santa Claus of the Zodiac. It makes things bigger, more, and better. So when you get a Jupiter transit to your sun, it increases your vitality, your success. It's a planet of good fortune and opportunity. So it was really nice to see him play so well and, um, you know, have very gratifying to have the Warriors win. Uh, I mean, three, three, they're up 3-0, and his uniform is 3-0. <laughs> Well, there you go. Andrea, thank you. Thank you so much for the call. 888-957-9570. Andrea's line uh, open for you. And, yeah, the Warriors are up 3-0 uh, in this series. And no team in NBA history has ever come back from a 3-0 deficit to win a series. So the Warriors effectively ended this series uh, with the win tonight. And now they have an opportunity to close it out. couple of days off. Afternoon game on Sunday 12.30 Pacific time, and if the Warriors can end that one, uh, they're going to be off until at least a week from Saturday. So five days minimum, likely at least six days because the Warriors and, and Memphis are on a, a Sunday track as far as when their game sevens would be. Uh, so that means that likely their game one, uh, the earliest it would be would be Sunday, May the 1st. So the Warriors, if they get it done, they could be looking at uh, nearly a full week off until they play the Grizzlies. Grizzlies won tonight, coming back from a, a major deficit, so we'll see how that series uh, winds up shaking out. Let, let's get Dave and Alameda next here on 95.7 The Game. What's going on tonight, Dave? Hey, great show. You know, I was just wondering, you know, Steph's doing his thing. Uh, you know, being a great point guard in the paint kind of reminds me of old Isaiah Thomas, able to just do, you know, just slow down and it's accelerate almost like you know just like they say in a video game and whatnot uh i was wondering about the mixed free throws tonight and uh, you know like john wooden says at ucla don't confuse activity for achievement so i would think most of the times when the warriors miss that many free throws especially in the playoffs i don't know how they won tonight to be honest with you but they did missing that many free throws i, I don't hopefully that doesn't happen again you know, because we're playing with fire, doing that kind of thing. Uh, I don't think we've played our best basketball yet so far. I think uh, Denver's actually shown a lot of art, keeping it as close as they have these last uh, last two games. Uh, and as far as going to the next round, I think just Warriors better concentrate on just finishing Denver on Sunday because better to close them out earlier than wait a, a long time. So have a great uh, show. Uh, Jason Kidd's doing well with the Mavericks. Have a nice day. Peace. Bye. Yeah, appreciate it, Dave. Jason Kidd is doing well with with the Mavericks. They went up 2-1 in their series in Utah tonight. Luka Doncic didn't play again, and it's getting ugly for, for the Utah Jazz right now uh, as they slip 2-1 down in that series, and Luka still hasn't played uh, a game uh, in, in that set. Looking at the free throw numbers, because Dave brought it up, it ended up 18 for 28, and going to the fourth quarter, the Warriors were 4 for 10, yeah, four for ten in the four. Uh, four for actually, I'm looking at it right now. They were they were nine, nine for fourteen in the fourth quarter as well. So a lot of free throws in the fourth quarter, uh, and that was really I think the most problematic aspect of it. Uh, yeah, you look at it, and the Nuggets made 22 of their 27. The free throw attempts wound up relatively even, but yeah, just looking at it going into uh, in, into the fourth quarter of this one, 9 for 14, and then they were 9 for 14 in that quarter. So some misses there that, that could have been problematic. I know Draymond Green had, had missed a couple. He was 1 for 4. Wiggins had his 1 for 2 tonight. Uh, the odd ones were Jordan Poole and Steph Curry. 
So I, I tend to look at, all right, well, who's missing them? And Curry tonight missed two and Poole missed three. So you got the top two free throw shooters in the NBA missing five combined out of 17. That's something that I don't think we'll see, though, uh, as time goes on. So on a lot of nights, that 18 to 28 is going to be 22 or 23 of 28. And, and then it's, uh, again, different ball game. All right, 888-957-9570. Let, let's keep it moving on the phone lines. You've got a lot of people that want to talk. I want to get to everybody uh, in succession. TJ in Richmond is the longest hold on the board right now. What's going on, TJ? What's going on, man? I just wanted to get your opinion on this, that if, you know, I don't want to um, break that cardinal rule and just assume we're going to go beat Denver and go on to the next round. But if that happens, um, uh, if, if Memphis, if we're going to wide to play in Memphis, um, Memphis has a lot of young legs out there. So do you think in that kind of setting that we might um, play Kaminga a little bit, or do you think we're going to stick with the vet? Yeah, I, I think it, going into it, it's probably going to be stick with the vets, TJ. Uh, but there is going to be a point where Kaminga is going to going to get tapped on the shoulder, and Steve Kerr is going to tell him to go in the game, and and maybe an opportunity to do it and and get him a little taste of the playoffs is is Sunday afternoon when you've got a three nothing series lead. Uh, but you know at this point, and you look at the rotation, it, it's the same ten that that played the meaningful minutes before it turned into a blowout in game one, and Igadala went out, and it was. He, you just take one off the board, and he he played the other nine. And look, it's been trending in in this direction for for a long time. Uh, the last couple of weeks of the season, where it was going to be Clay and Steph and Poole and Looney and Draymond and Wiggins and Peyton and Porter and Iguodala, if he was healthy, maybe some Bialitsa, that that was going to be the group. And I still think that's the the group that gives the Warriors their best chance to win. If they need a change of pace, I do think he'll tap Kaminga to get him some run. If there's an injury, I think Kaminga in all likelihood is is the next man up unless the Warriors just go with a nine-man rotation as they did in game number two. But I don't think he's going to be a non-factor throughout the playoffs. I, I really don't. And, and the Grizzlies are athletic and have size, and that uh, has been known to cause some problems for the Warriors uh, throughout the course of, of really even the great years, uh, but but especially these last couple of years and, and even this year. Not so much size in terms of bigs, but size in terms of you know teams that, that have a lot of length on their guards and their wing players. Aviator on 95.7 The Game uh, on Warriors wrap-up. J.D. from Denver, what's going on, Aviator? Don't want to pile on the um, lineup name, but the best one I've heard so far is PTSD. Poole, Thompson, Steph, Draymond. Then you throw in PTSD dubs and add Wiggins in there. So, thoughts on that? I, Aviator, I like it. The only the only concern I have in today's day and age is: Are we making a are, if we if that is what is used? Are you making light of you know a, a legitimate health and 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 mental issue, a trauma? And you know, in today's day and age, that probably doesn't fly. Uh, you know, even if you're even if you're trying to have some fun with the initials and and, and all of that, uh, and and it adds up. I just, uh, you know, I think you'd you'd be on the right track, but but I I don't know that that necessarily flies. Uh, but it makes a lot of sense. Not the first one that's that said it. Dre in uh, Lamore on ninety five seven the game. What's going on, Dre? Hey, JD. What's going on, uh, man? Am I, am I am I being am I being too too am I being too conscious of the of the uh, PTSD nickname, or is that just uh, is that is that not not the right call tonight? I like it, but I I think you got the right call. People are just too sensitive nowadays. And, uh, can't I have that. You can't that. have that. You can't be making you can't be making light in any form of any kind of like serious illness, man. So anyway, I, yeah, I go me, go ahead, Trey. What, whatever's on your mind. You and the caller, we could roll with the punches, but there's just too many people that are too sensitive. I don't know why. But uh, hey, uh, I was going crazy watching all the missed free throws. I was thinking to myself, this game could be over right now. It should be over, especially with. Uh, Poole and Curry, but it's going to happen, and I agree with you. That's the last time it's going to happen. I thought the shot of the night was Wiggins hitting that one on the baseline, that three when he had just missed, and then for him to come up with that rebound where uh, like there was three Denver players around there, and then they got the ball to uh, Poole, and he came up with that layup. That right there was the play of the game. Um, I really thought the Warriors – this was going to be the hardest match they would have against the Nuggets. 
the Nuggets, you know, they were a wounded bear going in the night. I got a feeling they're going to roll over Sunday. What do you think, J.D.? Yeah, I, I think tonight was the best shot, and, and thanks for the call, Dre. I think tonight was Denver trying to spend everything they had in an attempt to get a win that, that would have changed the, the complexion of the next three days, frankly. I mean, you think about it. If the Nuggets do somehow get a win, and this was their hope, kind of thinking about it from the other the other point of view, which I think is, is healthy to do from time to time, but the Nuggets are thinking get one, and then all of a sudden – Sunday's a really important game, and, and the Warriors' goal at that point would be to just get a split. It's always to get a split. You want to get greedy when you get the first three and you get the first one in another team's building, but but the goal would be to, to, to get the split, but the Nuggets would feel like for the first time in this series they have action, and you know, I, I don't know in the grand scheme of things would it have mattered much if the Nuggets had, had won tonight. I, I feel like the Warriors would have been able to bounce right back and, and, and get on track and play a little bit sharper in the game Sunday. And maybe the Nuggets, you know, all right, you did it once. Can you do it again? Because I, I have some doubts as to whether the Nuggets could play uh, the, the kind of game that they played tonight again. I mean, because it's been so difficult for them to play it in the first place in the first couple of games of this series. So I, I don't know that they're going to roll over. Uh, I, I think you know Michael Malone's not going to allow a, a team to roll over. Uh, Jokic is probably not going to allow a team to roll over. But can they play that well again, I think, is the question, as shorthanded as they are. And that's where I feel like if the Warriors are, are intent on ending this thing on Sunday, I do think it's probably going to end on Sunday and then uh, on to the next, whether it's Minnesota or Memphis. Uh, Mark and Berkeley checking in here on Warriors Wrap-Up with J.D. on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Mark, how you doing tonight, man? What's on your mind? Uh, pretty good. i just worried about the free throws. It seems like it's uh, uh, a disease when now Poole and, uh, and Curry think, well, we can miss one, too, if everybody else is. We've got to practice our free throws more. But I predicted a sweep, and uh, I'd like to see Kaminga play some more. And every series is different. These guys have done their homework, these coaches. So you're going to see different players for different series. And I don't, I don't know who I'd rather see, Minnesota or Memphis, but the way Minnesota's playing. But I, I think uh, we're going to go all the way through to the championship. The only person I'm worried about is the big guy in Milwaukee. What do you think right. about that? Yeah, worried about Giannis. I mean, that's so far down the line. Yeah, you got to be worried about Giannis. He scored 50 points in a championship clinching game last year, and they're the defending champs. And he's a he's a wing that can play center, and and they have the ability to go small and, and do some things that can pose some problems for their opponents. So yeah, but that's down the line. Uh, as far as this series goes, uh, I, I'd rather play Minnesota than than Memphis. I mean, Minnesota is volatile, good and bad. But you saw the bad part of the volatility tonight. You saw the good part of the volatility too, right? They get up to the big lead, and it's like, oh boy, what's going on with Memphis? They're in trouble, and then. The Grizzlies come all the way back and and they you know flip it around, big run fourth quarter and they win and you know Memphis has still got to earn some things you know I, look I'm I'm high on Memphis Memphis has done a lot of talking about what they're gonna be and who they are and and all of that but the reality for Memphis is they haven't won a playoff series yet as as a group collectively like they won a couple of playing tournament games last year to take the Warriors spot and knock the Warriors out. And then they won a game against Utah last year when Utah was the one seed and, and Memphis was the eighth seed. And then they got beat. And, you know, the, there's all this talk, and they've had a great year. I think they've won more games than they ever have in franchise history. Uh, and it's a young team that, that has high expectations and aspirations. I, I wonder, though, if, if Memphis's year to, to – to win a title is is the next year or the following year. Talking about best chance, not not sure thing. Uh, but the reality is, I th I think tonight and getting down and struggling a little bit is actually good for Memphis because they they needed to be effectively told they got to earn it. And I think you know Minnesota's in in some ways the perfect first round opponent for them because they can scare the hell out of them and and they gotta they gotta earn it so I, I think you get a different Memphis team after they have a playoff series win under their belt than the one that's looked a little scattered in this series but in their series against Minnesota but if, look, if I'm a warrior fan I'm, I'm I'd rather play Minnesota because they're volatile you can come back on them not saying it's an easy series they're proving that against Memphis uh but no the 
the Grizzlies series, if it gets to that point here in the next week and a half or so, that's going to be a very, very different matchup than what we've seen in this series. They don't have Jokic talking about Memphis, but they do have length and speed and athleticism and physicality at a level that the Nuggets just don't. Uh, West Oakland, Sam, up next. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. It is Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. Uh, we'll get to some text messages in the Xfinity Mobile text line as well, but it's West Oakland, Sam's time here tonight. What's going on, Sammy? What's up, J.D., man? Live from live from Denver, man. I hope you're feeling good, man. Hey, um, I just got a question about uh, Jordan Poole's trajectory. Uh, um, he's been doing some amazing things, and at, at, at the beginning of the year, I was all like, Jordan Poole is going to be uh, a really big factor for us this year. And I think, um, you know, the one thing that I was always worried about, about who's, who's next in line to – to follow the act of Steph Curry, and I'm just I'm thinking about his trajectory. Um, and like my friend texts me, like, "Do you think Jordan Poole has arrived?" I was all like, "Well, let's see what he does throughout the whole playoff through each series that we have this year." And you know, I just think that uh, this is a different situation where it's like you don't have to. You know, it was hard for somebody to follow the next. You know, like Michael Jordan, it's going to be hard to follow LeBron. But, well, LeBron played on multiple teams, so not that. But Jordan Poole, the difference between him and anybody that had to follow an act is the fact that he's a part of the act currently going right now. And it's like he's already learning how to develop within the system, and he's he's making plays. He almost plays like Curry in a way. Like, I don't want to say that he, just yet. He does. I mean, what he's doing is – very he's following the pattern you know what i mean and you know it's not going to be an act to follow it's just going to be like damn you're already entrenched within the system now so he's not following it he's a part of it already and it's a beautiful thing to see because i don't think we've ever seen somebody that's why i relate the warriors to the spurs because as tim duncan was getting older uh they had they had mono they had tony parker they had all of that but this is a little bit different because you could see the star, more of a superstar in what Jordan Poole is doing. And it's just amazing to see uh, this young man's growth. And it's, um, it's truly a yeah. blessing. But, like, what do you think in terms of not being the act to follow, but you're already making a name for yourself within something that's so legendary to not yeah. only be a part of, but in a sense also follow, you know? So. Well, yeah. Right, well, look, I mean, they, they they need him, Sam. I mean, that's the thing. They need him right now, like, to be dynamic and to be an extra playmaker and an extra scorer. I mean, they, they need it if they're going to win a championship. So, yeah, he's a big part of it. And, and the Curry stuff, I mean, look, there, there's no next Steph Curry. We're talking about an all-time great and a, and a legend. But he does, and the Warriors have been quick to point out that they run a lot of the same sets for Poole as the sets that are run for Curry and he's been able to, to be effective, which helps the overall style of play for everybody else on the floor, because you don't have to completely change. If maybe Curry is, is either not in the game or Curry's out with an injury. I mean, having a guy that can fill it up the way Jordan Poole has, I mean, that, that at a minimum helps you win a ton of regular season games as you load manage and, and Curry gets a little bit older and, and all of that. But on the ceiling, it gives you another dynamic playmaker and score that can help you make championship runs. So, uh, no doubt, I think you're I think you're onto something there, Sam. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Let's go ahead and get to our move of the game, which is brought to you by Good Green Moving. Curry All right. with one second to spare, cross the timeline. Warriors up three, down to 47 seconds to go. Curry off the screen, splits traffic, dribble drive to the rim. He beats Jokic to the rim, around and down for the bucket. And the Warriors lead by five, 116-111. Timeout, Denver, 40.8 to go. Seven points out of the timeout for the Warriors to take the lead. Yeah, move of the game there from Stephen Curry, and then it was night-night as he put his hands up to uh, to his cheeks as if to say, uh, it's time to go to bed. 
time to go to bed uh, uh, to the folks in Denver, Colorado. So that's your move of the game, which is brought to you by Good Green Moving. Visit goodgreenmoving.com and download the free Good Green app today for your local and long-distance moving and storage needs, your move of the game. Curry putting the Denver Nuggets to bed with 40.8 seconds to go. 888-957-9570. We'll pause here. We'll come back. We'll hear from Steve Kerr. We'll hear from Clay Thompson and others as we roll uh, to about 11.30 tonight. Warriors wrap up. Warriors get the win over the Nuggets, 118-113. to And you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Curry crosses the timeline in no hurry. 225 to go off a screen, takes a deep three, no good. Wiggins hustles to the rebound, back to Curry. No look to pool. he'll take a baseline, goes up with a flip, oh. it's up and good. He flipped it up and in, didn't use glass, somehow got the ball. Yeah, but give it to Wiggins, keeping that ball alive, flying in from the corner. Absolutely great hustle by Wiggins. Warriors up three. Now back to Warriors wrap-up on 95-7 The Game. John Dickinson back inside Ball Arena in Denver where the Warriors win tonight 118 to 113 3-0 series advantage for Golden State game 4 with the Dubs looking for the sweep on Sunday afternoon of course we'll have it for you right here on 95-7 the game one of two huge plays from Andrew Wiggins down the stretch knocked down a 3 uh, that gave the Warriors the lead when they were down two, and then the hustle play rebound setting up uh, the layup there for Jordan Poole, and the Warriors uh, would be up three and go on to win this one by five. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Let's get to Nick here on ninety five seven. The game. Nick, thanks for calling in. You're on Warriors wrap up. Hello, Jaden. It was uh, good to see a uh, small but meaningful, important contributions from uh, Peyton his three three-pointers and uh, Iggy and like you mentioned Wiggins um, you know they didn't dominate the game but they had some crucial moments um, also uh, but I I want to take a chance here and uh, just give one more possibility nomination for this version of the Warriors name you know the Shaq show Shaq and the Fool well, I yeah. got an idea. How about splashing the pool? Splashing the pool. I'll let you think okay. about that one. All right, not so bad, Nick. That's not bad. I'm adding it to the list. I'm putting a big list together. I think it, there's going to be one that hits, and everybody's just going to go, that's the one. And I, I think that that's decent. I like it. Creativity. I'm with you, Nick. Uh, but, yeah, to go back to the points about about – Peyton, they were more than small contributions. I mean, he played 15 minutes or 14 minutes. He was four for four and knocked down three threes. He was a plus 10, and he scored 11 points. I mean, the, the Warriors were looking. He was the fourth player tonight in double figures. Curry has his 27, Poole 27, Thompson 26. Can you get a fourth guy in double figures? And it wound up being Peyton with the three three-pointers and the 11 points overall. I thought Otto Porter 
who was the best plus minus on the Warriors tonight overall for the game? Otto Porter Jr. in 22 minutes. And he didn't make a three tonight either. But he was a plus 16. Good things were happening. And there was a point where I thought maybe Porter was going to come in for Wiggins and after Wiggins missed the open three and Porter might finish that game with the three guards and, and Draymond Green because he had been so effective and just kind of doing the little things. He does a little bit of everything. A couple of steals, three assists, three boards, and just good things tend to happen when Otto Porter Jr. is uh, on the floor. So I think some, some honorable mentions as far as game balls go. Uh, look, it, it's all about Curry, Poole, and, and Clay uh, at, at this point. But if you want to give some some honorable mention game balls, Peyton definitely in there. Porter Jr. definitely in there. Iguodala, I think, would, would be in there for a couple of intangible plays, although he was uh, a minus eight. Uh, let's keep it moving. Bob in the city. Bob in San Francisco on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Bob. What a great game tonight. Um, and, you know, they were just killer, and that's the name I would do for the second team. Killer D's. Killer Dubs. Okay. All right. All right, Bob. Thanks for the call. Uh, the killer, killer bees, huh? Killer bees. But you gotta have. I don't know. You gotta. I feel like you gotta have. You know, it's pool. It's curry. It's just like it. it, it killer bees. They'd have to be. It, they'd almost. They'd, for the Warriors, it almost have to be the killer peas, right? Pool, Peyton, Porter. I don't know. I don't know. I, I digress. I think we're all taking the nickname thing a little too seriously. Uh, Steve Kerr actually addressed that in his postgame press conference. So let, let's get to the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr. We'll hear a little bit from him. We'll hear a little bit from Clay. Uh, maybe sneak in some Draymond and some Steph between now uh, and when we wrap this thing up. But uh, here's the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, with his thoughts on this one. What did you like most down the stretch? Uh, I like that we executed at both ends. Um, you know, we had uh, some big defensive stops. Uh, Draymond Steele uh, on Jokic was a huge play. Clay had an amazing box out on Jokic, um, you know, in that final minute. Uh, and then we, we executed pretty well offensively as well. Um, you know, moving the ball, getting open looks. And, uh, you know, it's important to be able to, to close uh, a game like that on the road. Um, because that's what it takes. So it was a, it's a great, uh, great win for us. It's been a while since we've seen it. Is that the kind of championship medal that you remember from, you know, the previous one? Yeah, I mean, you know, these guys have uh, been around the block a few times, so they're not phased by by this stuff. You know, uh, Draymond made so many big plays, and he's just so good defensively and in in so many ways uh, and then you know clay and steph knocking down shots making plays but uh the fun part is seeing jordan in it for the first time really seeing wigs you know come up i thought he had the shot of the game that corner three was uh was huge so um you know everybody stepped up we got uh, we've got an interesting mix with all these uh vets who have been there and then some young guys who are um you know getting uh, a taste of, of of what it's like. So um, they all they all came through tonight. Are you are you feeling uneasy at all when Draymond has five fouls and he's you know obviously he's going to figure out Jokic the final four minutes? Yeah, yeah, but um, I'm not going to take him out. So uh, I just got to ride with him. You surprised at all that he's? I mean, he, you know that's a dangerous play with five fouls. Yeah. The strip. Obviously, he succeeded. I mean, what does that I guess say about his even confidence? Yeah, he's got so much confidence defensively, and uh, he he just knows how to use his gifts. You know, he's um, incredibly quick and strong, and um, he knows the um, you know the advantage that he has is using his speed and leverage. Um, Jokic is is so difficult to handle. He just seems to get wherever he wants, and you know, once he gets to a spot and he turns and uh, and shoots, he's he's got incredible touch. So he just kind of you know, lays it in so easily, makes it look so easy. So uh, for Draymond to battle him all night um, and to make that play at the end was uh, was just a huge part of the win. Given that he didn't play the last month of the season, how reassuring is it you're, not, you know, you're behind in the fourth quarter in the playoffs and Steph's got the ball in his hands and just sort of – seems like there's just a natural projection of poise and calm when he's yeah. in that situation. Well, I don't know how many playoff games those guys have played, but – 
couple hundred, and it shows. You know, Steph is totally calm in those circumstances. You know, wants the wants the ball, wants the big shot. Draymond is going to make plays with them out there, and um, that's what it takes. You got to have guys who uh, embrace the pressure and and can execute under pressure. I saw Jordan uh, like really come up with some big moments. And he had that wide open corner three, and he drove to the lane. What does it tell you about his? Uh, you know, ability to think in a moment, execute, make smart plays. Well, he continues to to play well. You know, this is um, third straight uh, playoff game where he's really, um, you know, done a great job for us, knocking down shots, making plays. And um, I probably would have preferred the corner three in that case. Um, but uh, he went in and made a circus shot. And, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a huge bucket for us. How's it going? What do you think about him just kind of playing for Payton in the fourth quarter? Yeah, he's he's doing fine. So yeah, Jordan, Jordan's fine. He always he's, he's had three straight big scoring nights, but it's on thirteen shots, sixteen shots, thirteen shots. Besides, I know you say you would prefer the corner three there, but generally the shot selection, how much have you liked that? Yeah, it's been good, um, and I, I think uh, for the most part, other than uh, a few turnovers that were. Um, sort of unforced, where we got a little bit out of sorts. Um, I thought our guys did a good job of moving the ball and, you know, trying to go from good to great and, and uh, really get a, a, a great look for, for a teammate. And um, so you see the efficiency. I mean, 55%, uh, 18 threes, 29 assists. So the guys are guys are playing well together. What, what have you thought about Gary just not only in tonight's game, but also just the last two months? Yeah, Gary's, uh, he's had a great year. Tonight was huge. Those those three threes in the first half were really important for us. And uh, he's so good defensively. Um, he's just um, always a, a major plus for us every time we throw him out there. What does it mean to take a 3-0 series lead over a really good team like this? Uh, we're th- thrilled to be where we are, and now we got to get, get one more. So, um, you know, this is uh, this is how, uh, how you got to do it. You take care of business at home and then uh, make sure you go get one on the road and and so we're in a good spot but we got to finish it off not many not many i mean um you know rodman um and wallace um but different because i mean draymond had 10 assists tonight you know so he's uh, i think he is their equal defensively but he's also a distributor and a passer and kind of a point center, an incredibly unique player. There was a moment there where, you know, you start to the lineup that everybody was trying to get you the name. Uh, but, you know, it wasn't the, the route that it was when they, they attacked it when it died. Did you want to see that lineup, tight game, close setup, or was it some hesitation to put them out there? No, no, we, we knew we were going to get to that lineup. And, um, you know, they had played together 11 minutes, you know, so everybody was crowning them, coming up with nicknames and everything else, like 11 minutes. It's a rather small sample size. It's not going to, you know, be perfect every time. But we got there, you know, down the stretch, and, um, you know, every guy stepped up and made big plays. So, you know, that's going to be a, an important lineup for us. How about Steve Kerr there? Everybody was crowning them after they played 11 minutes. <laughs> Just tamping down the nickname talk once and for all, Steve. I'm right there with you. Just let it happen organically. Get maybe two months, six, seven weeks to go in, in the playoffs if the Warriors make a run. It'll happen. It'll happen when it's meant to happen. Nobody's got to be freaking out about finding a nickname for the Curry, Poole, Thompson, Draymond, Wiggins lineup. Crowded of that. It's harsh from Steve Kerr. Uh, good stuff there. A couple of things. Uh, Draymond playing with five fouls. That did get a little bit dicey, uh, but I, I, I liked Steve Kerr's answer there. What am I going to do? Take him out? And, and of course, the answer is no. And I do think from early on in the press conference, you know, winning a game the way that the Warriors did tonight, where they were uber focused early. They came out shooting it. They were moving the rock. And, you know, to take the punch that they took in that third quarter and still be able to bounce back and, and reassert control of the game, make enough of the big plays down the stretch to walk out with a win. I mean, that, that is the kind of win uh, that, that championship teams do come up with. And look, forget about the past when it comes to 
the Warriors, like this is a whole new team with a whole new identity. And yeah, they've got some championship pedigree, but this group collectively has to show, and this rotation collectively has to show that that they can you know, write their own history as far as how some of those things are going to play out. And and Steve Kerr, major kudos to Kerr on this one. He called. Uh, our shot of the game. So let's get to our shot of the game uh, presented by the County of Santa Clara. Golden State will put it in the play. They go left to right. So buckle up. It could get rough coming in here in Denver. Curry with the ball. Poole flashes by. Curry picks up the dribble. Draymond touch pass inside. Wiggins doubled outside the pool. Pump fake. Puts it on the deck. Back to Wiggins. Corner three left wing. Got it. Wiggins, three ball, left corner, pocket, and the Warriors are back on top by one. I love that because he just missed a corner three and stepped up wide open, no hesitation. Second triple of the night. Yeah, Tim and Tom on the call here on 95-7 the game, and yeah, no hesitation from a spot that is his hottest spot on the floor. Warriors down two. And you imagine if he misses that shot and the Warriors go on to lose. I mean, people would have been blaming Wiggins as asinine as that sounds people would have been blaming Wiggins for for the Warriors not coming out of here with the victory so that is our shot of the game uh, presented by the county of Santa Clara book a COVID-19 booster shot now at sccfreevax.org or you can call 211 all right let's hear a couple of minutes of Clay Thompson uh, following the ball game always good to hear from Captain Clay 26 in this one 6 of 13 from 3 he continues the hot spell that started with the Utah game going back a couple of weeks now almost 3 uh, here's Clay following this one many moments as you come back it refreshing to you mm -hmm. this was your first you know big road playoff game clutch game on the stretch how generally did it feel to be out there Felt amazing. I mean, Jordan, Steph down the stretch, huge shots. Andrew, huge shot. Draymond, huge stop. Just collective team effort tonight. I mean, our bench did an incredible job as well. So just an overall great effort and a win that feels really good. Growing his third game back, Steph seems like Steph pretty quickly. So it feels out there to you? He missed two free throws, and JP missed three. That was weird. But other than that, my goodness, he makes the, the really difficult look really easy. I'm not going to give him all that much credit, but uh, these last these three games, I mean, I don't remember a better start for a playoff debut for a guard. It's incredible what Jordan is doing, and we need him to go where we want to go, and we need him to keep doing what he's doing. When there's a ticket, 43% of your shot attempts this series have been uncontested. Mm -hmm. You, Steph, and Jordan have taken 61 uncontested shots. Wow. I feel like I should be making more shots then. Uh, <laughs> you guys have combined for yeah. 21 weeks. So okay. Does it, do you feel that extra space though when you're out At there? times, yeah. I mean, I had a really good look with like a minute left that I missed, but I wish I'd get that one back. But that's okay. What a fun night at the office and our the ball is just flying around and we played great down the stretch on both sides of the ball. So when we move the ball and we trust each other, we will get open looks like you said. How much of that stuff that Kendra just cited is having you, Jordan, and Steph on the court at the same time when you have three elite shooters yeah. spaced? I would think that's what creates those uncontested shots, yeah? Yeah, I agree. And Draymond's playmaking, and Andrew's a great shooter as well. You missed so many things over these last few years, but how much do you miss kind of the hostile type environment on a road like this? So much. It's what you dream of, it's what you prepare for, and I don't take for granted nights like these. I was a ton of fun, and just a uh, gutsy win by our squad and everything I worked for the last two years is coming to fruition and I'm just incredibly grateful to be here and having fun. How difficult is that steal by Draymond with five fouls on Jokic? Well, he's got amazing hands and he's got impeccable timing. So I was not surprised. I've seen Draymond do that numerous times at the end of games. And to me, he's the best defender in the world. It was a long, long time ago, but did you get any nostalgia at the end? Of the yeah. I did. That was nine years ago, and I can't believe it's been that long. That was a great series. Um, we were so young at the time, and luckily we beat them, and we got Andre. So that was a that was great, and that was a huge series for us back then, just for our confidence. And we and we battled with the Western Conference champions the next series. So that was a very nostalgic feeling. And it's like life comes full circle being back here, and I'm just so happy to have those memories. Well, I went down in game one. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. How difficult it can be and how much uh, collectivity it takes. Guys can have great individual performances, but those may be, you know, hyped up in the media, but there's it's always a team effort no matter what series it is, and that's just the nature of basketball. No one can do it by themselves. And, um, yeah, that was a really fun series. How important a message does it send? A two-time MVP comes back from injury. Apparently very willingly comes off the bench for three games in a row now. Yeah, obviously, it's worked <laughs> tremendously for you guys. What, but what does that sort of say about Steph is incredibly unselfish, and he might be the most humble superstar there ever was. And um, that's what makes him so great. I don't think he's very comfortable in about boasting about his success, but he puts in so much work to get to where he is, and that's a trickle-down effect that uh, inspires all of us. Steve, in a, a box out you had a, a minute left on you, which uh, after you got switched, can you take me through that play a little bit, just the challenge? Yeah. He's so big, he leans on you. You just want to try and get under him and meet him at the point of the, of the ball, and I got lucky, and I got a... I just fought for that rebound, and although I only had one tonight, it was an incredibly important one. Considering how you guys are likely to play down the stretch of being small, how important is that type of play? You know, holding the center on. Oh man, it's everything. It's just effort, just heart, and we got a lot of that on this team. You were talking about your series nine years ago against the Nuggets, and obviously from back here. How valuable is that for someone like Jordan Poole? I mean, how much can you learn from that first road playoff game? I mean. He looks like a seasoned vet with the shots he's making and taking and the offense. He's he's kind of been our, cat, our catalyst on offense. And JP's, I've seen him put in so much work behind the scenes that he deserves this, and I'm incredibly proud of him. Jared's ready to spark off the bench uh, on both sides of the court. Just what have you thought about him in the first three games? Oh, man, what a night for Gary. I mean, four for four from the field. Every three he made was so big for us, and his defense is incredible. And, I mean, I can't believe this guy's – has bounced around so much. He's such a valuable player in this league. Yeah, valuable player indeed and valuable to the Warriors tonight. I'm I'm with Clay. The, the free throw thing was very weird, seeing Steph miss uh, a couple, six of eight, and Poole miss three uh, to go six of nine. Uh, but uh, you look at that's also why it gives you confidence that, that the free throw shooting issues may not continue to be issues uh, moving forward. couple of quick Notes here uh, following this one. Jordan Poole, the 16th player to score at least 25 points in their first career, uh, first three career NBA playoff games, and only the second Warriors player to do it, joining Wilt Chamberlain. So Poole's got 86 points in his first career, uh, first three career playoff games, second most by a Warriors player in their first three career playoff games behind Wilt. Poole averaging 28.7. He's shooting 59.1% from three. He's shooting 67% overall. Uh, and that, you know, three boards, four and a half assists as well uh, in this series. Some gaudy numbers and historic numbers from Jordan Poole. Steph Curry off the bench tonight. Uh, he is uh, averaging uh, 29 points in 27.8 minutes uh, as Curry uh, just tremendous tonight. Uh, as uh, Clay Thompson joined the party, 26 points, 20 or more in two of the three games of this series. And you look at Draymond Green, 10 or more assists, 17th time in the playoffs for Draymond that he's been able to do that. Uh, so impressive, impressive stuff. And uh, the most impressive stat of the night, the Warriors uh, winning a road game in a playoff series for the 24th consecutive time. Uh, an NBA record streak that began nine years ago in this very building that I sit in right now, Ball Arena, it was Pepsi Center then, uh, in the first playoff series that Steph and Clay and Draymond played together. They won a road game in that series, and they've won a road game in every single playoff series they've played since tonight, extending that streak 24 consecutive playoff series over nine years. And Kendra Andrews, I want to give uh, her... Uh, some credit on this. Uh, you heard it in the uh, conversation with Clay Thompson. She referenced uh, an ESPN stats and info statistic that she put out. Uh, 43% of the Warriors field goal attempts in this series uncontested. Wow. 
and uh, she added to it. Curry, Thompson, and Poole have taken 61 of the Warriors' 103 overall uncontested looks. And it's it's ball movement, and a big part of it is the Nuggets just can't match up. So we'll see how that translates to the next series. A lot of it is the trio and, and the ball being spread around. But that's just unbelievable. 43% of the Warriors' field goal attempts uncontested and just taking advantage of, of the space on the floor and the weaknesses the Nuggets have defensively. All right, before we get out of here, let's hear a couple of minutes of Draymond Green. Always good to close the night with Draymond, and uh, here are his thoughts on the Warriors' victory tonight in Denver. You get your fifth foul for the Parker, so how much is that, or is it not in your mind over the next four minutes? Not at all. If I foul, I would. You know, that's clutch, that's money time. That's you know, that's when you gotta dig deep. You you can't play defense the last four minutes of the game, worry about fouling out. If I do that, I'm doing my team a disservice. So uh, for me, it's business as usual. Uh, I think I was more worried when I picked up my fourth. I don't want to catch that fifth too early, but once I picked up the fifth, I mean, I'm going against Joker. I, I, I have to be willing to use all six of my fouls at some point in the game. If I get one down the stretch and I foul out with two minutes to go, I, I, I gave it all I had, but I can't start playing timid because I pick up a fifth foul. It's, you know, I mean, he he's he's tough enough to guard if I'm giving everything I got. So just got to go with it and hope for the best. On the first dribble when, when he hit me, I felt like I still had inside position. And then he took the second one, and it was far away from his body. And so I'm already thinking right there, if he take one more dribble, I'm stabbing at it. And you know, I feel like my body is released enough from here to where I can, I can get a reach, and if I don't get it, still be in good position. And so, um, you know, I just saw the dribble was high and it was away from his body, and I just went for it, and I was able to get my hand on it. You talked about it. I think it was after the game one, and you expected Jokic to kind of come out. He did that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did. It was an improved shooting night for him, definitely. But how have you just you know, kind of maintained coming back to, to defending him and, and pretty steadily and successfully uh, I think tonight he, he, you know, tonight he he got the better of me tonight. Uh, you gotta give him a lot of credit. He was incredible tonight. Finished around the rim. He finished in floaters. He finished mid-range jump shots. He made threes. I mean, he 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 did everything tonight. So I gotta give him a lot of credit tonight. But for me, uh, you know, as I always say, I just want to make him take tough shots. I think I did a poor job of that tonight. I went for a lot of shot fakes. I allowed him to get in the paint. That's not part of the game plan. You know he was he was really good and I was really poor uh, and I you know I have to be better defensively um, for our guys and, and like I said I think what I did well the first couple of games is I made him score over me I made him have to grow go through me uh, this game I didn't do a much job uh, a very good job of that I was a little soft today so just got to stay on my feet make him play make him play through me and, and and live with those results but tonight I went for too many shot fakes and gave him too many angles to score. Yeah. So the other day, Michael Mullen said you're kind of like a free safety on defense. You are sagging off a lot, a lot of nuggets and kind of just hanging out right at the paint, maybe something. What, what are you seeing or what are you thinking when you're kind of sagging off? Something? I think for me, um, you know, I'm just always trying to put myself in a position to cover up for someone if there's a mistake. I think on the, on the defensive end, there's probably a mistake of possession. You, you're playing against really, really, really good and great players. And so... Uh, you're going to make mistakes, but I, I try to take it up on myself to just be in a position to plug the hole and, and, and try to help guys. And so I personally don't think I've played much free safety this this series. I'm guarding Joker most of the game, so I can't really play free safety. But I take the compliment, uh, you know, I you know, look like Troy Palomalu or something back there. I'll take the compliment. Hey, Taylor, I know we've seen this before in Portland 2016, New Orleans 2018, when Steph came back from injury. How hard is that to so quickly get back to being Steph? And how reassuring is it tonight? You guys are down five in the fourth quarter. I'm watching him dribble up. I mean, as great as Jordan Finn, there's a different layer when Steph's got the ball. Right? Of course. Um, you know, Jordan has been incredible. But, you know, that's a – Steph, that's fear that's been earned over the course of years and years and years of dragging people, you know. And so – like you said, Jordan has been absolutely incredible. But the gravity that Steph pulls, you know, the the attention that he gets from the defense, that's always going to be different, I think. You know, Steph, but like I said, he's 
you know, he's in year 13, Jordan's in year three, you know, so both of them have been great. I think for Steph, it doesn't take him long to find a rhythm. I mean, we've seen it over and over again. Uh, he just needs to see a couple of them go in. I think that's the difference between me and him. Oh, <laughs> His rhythm is like that. Yeah, big-time rhythm uh, there, and Draymond uh, not high in his performance tonight against Jokic. Jokic was in incredible tonight. Uh, and, look, it, there was bound to be one game in this series where the Warriors just could not contain him or, or slow him down, at least one game in this series. Uh, and, fortunately, for the Warriors, you know, Draymond came up with a, a couple of plays late, and Jokic had his best game by far of the series, getting other people involved and, and scoring at, at, at a more efficient clip uh, than he had been previously, 14 of 22. My goodness, I mean, you just look at the line, 37, 18, five assists, uh, but five turnovers as well. And while Jokic played exceptional, the Warriors walk out of Ball Arena tonight in Denver uh, with a win and a 3-0 series advantage and a chance to move on to the second round of the playoffs on Sunday afternoon. So that'll do it for me. I uh, want to thank uh, everybody, including Sterling Bennett in our San Francisco studios for uh, putting this show together, uh, getting all the sound cut up and the highlights and everything. Terrific work uh, by one and all. Uh, I'm going to be back tomorrow uh, filling in for Daryl the Guru Johnson on what's uh, Steiny and Guru. So uh, noon to three, uh, you can check me out uh, then here on 95.7 The Game as uh, we got you covered uh, all day long tomorrow talking about the Warriors and, and the thrilling win tonight. And then uh, I'll be hanging in Denver here through the weekend. we got Warriors this week on Saturday. And then, of course, game four. Uh, of the Warriors and the Nuggets, uh, 11 o'clock in the morning for Warriors Live as the Dubs and Nuggets tip that one at 12.30 in the Bay Area. All right, that'll do it. Warriors win it tonight, 118 to 113, and you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.